In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the podcasters. Thanks for joining us, and welcome back. We have another great show in store for you today. Joanna Newding is here to talk about her show, Casually Baked, the podcast. Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dan. Happy to be here. Well, I'm glad you could join us, and I have to admit that I am a big Joe fan. <laughs> I, I like your voice. I love your accent. But most of all, I love how seriously you take your craft, and for listeners, don't let the name fool you. There is nothing casual about the way Joe runs her podcast. Joe, your ability to sort of seamlessly massage the conversation so that it remains interesting for people of all levels of experience, that just doesn't happen by accident. You are definitely one of the most well-prepared cannabis podcaster interviewers that I've heard. And that's kind of where I thought we'd start today. Can you tell our listeners like some of the topics that you cover, but more importantly, how you're able to make it interesting for both the experienced and the newbies? Absolutely. Thank you for asking and for acknowledging that. I appreciate it. I have a degree in broadcasting, and the thing that I learned as a student in college was everyone has a story, and it's your job to find it. So I think that helps me massage a conversation, especially around a conversation as nuanced as cannabis, because there are so many nooks and crannies within this culture, and you have to know your audience and know how to ask the questions so that you get a response that's going to connect with those people. And being from a large family, I have four sisters, grew up in a house of seven people. You have to learn how to maneuver around a bunch of voices, interject in just the right places to get your point across. So that and being an impromptu speaker and storyteller competitively as, as a young child all the way up through college, it all helps. Of course, loving cannabis, that's the ultimate. <laughs> Well, you're certainly an expert, and I think that's another thing I find really appealing about your show is that you have so much confidence that you're able to let your guests shine. And I think the fact that you remain kind of curious and open to new ideas it makes your interviews even more open. Do you ever find yourself being surprised or learning something from one of your guests? Oh, every day. That's why I choose them. I missed part of your question earlier, but you know, whatever I'm curious about within the cannabis industry at that time, 
I seek out someone to have dialogue because I know if I'm curious about what the deal is with Delta 8 and how people are creating Delta 8 CBD, like how in the heck does that happen? That's that's a chemical mystery to me. So finding someone to have that conversation or how do you host people and be highly responsible? These are all things that I'm curious about. And so I can find somebody that can represent that well and is also a good conversationalist. I want things to be edutaining. I want you to learn something, but have a good time while you're doing it. And so I think that's part of being a good producer is finding the person to share that conversation with. I love that edutaining. I think that's a great way to describe what you do. And we have an interesting clip that you did from a show about how cannabis helps release emotional trauma. Can you set it up for us? Yes. I tell people, whether it's on the podcast or when I'm coaching people, that cannabis is my co-pilot and it's helped me maneuver some very difficult things in my life and it ultimately helps me be a better person. So I wanted to find somebody to have that conversation with because it takes a level of vulnerability to get there and everyone can relate We all have those shadow sides. So why not learn how to utilize your favorite plant in a way that it can be a tool in your wellness toolkit? And so I think this potentially might set up the clip. Yeah, that's good. Let me play it. We can talk a little bit more about it after we play it. Hang on. We have to heal ourselves before we can go out and heal the community and the rest of the world. So this solo journey that we're on of healing ourselves and then pairing that with the microdosing of cannabis or psilocybin, let's talk through now your emotional liberation program. So in short, I teach people how to heal themselves of difficult emotions and the trauma that underpins them. I think that that's become evident here as as we've spoken. She was great. She was so well-spoken. Yeah, so Becca is doing something that I intuitively do, but after talking to her and she's created a program that encompasses active breath work and mindfully consuming cannabis and creating a group setting for this conversations about these triggering traumatic things that might have happened, but while still giving people their anonymity within these virtual groups. And so I'm actually going to be taking her fall course that will be October and November because we should never stop learning and growing. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm already doing this, but like now let me do it in a structured way and see how that amplifies my everyday Back to being kind of curious. You never stop learning. And that's the the beauty of your podcast is that it's this evolution of not just the plant, but your life within the plant. Absolutely. And I'm in the fifth year of doing this podcast on a weekly basis. And I have not run out of things to talk about. The list is endless. And if that doesn't speak to the diversity of cannabis, I don't know what does. Well, I mentioned your confidence earlier, and I don't want to scare people away who might be thinking about starting a podcast because for most of us, it takes time to get to find your footing. And you mentioned that you are a broadcast journalist major. Did you ever have one of those, I can't believe I'm doing this podcast moments? 
Well, I certainly did early on whenever I was cutting my teeth on doing this because I was a cannabis lifestyle guide, which I just wanted to get paid to be myself. So I made that up and just started doing it. (laughs) And as I'm helping people on this one-on-one basis, I just, it's like my higher self knocked on my brain and said, hey, why don't you plug in a microphone and use your degree? And so I started amplifying my message and I was trying to collaborate and find different ways to increase the size of my megaphone. And so I started doing some field reporting for Cannabis Club TV. And I found myself at Tommy Chong's Blazers Cup. This is probably three or four years ago. And I'm walking around with a camera crew following me. And my job is to go up to people and say, on a scale of one to 10, how high are you right now? (laughs) And to smoke joints with people. Never in a million years did I think I would be using my broadcasting degree to smoke giant blunts. And by the way, the guy who won told me he was uh, at a 420. (laughs) (laughs) And he was smoking a blunt that was like a foot long. It was the most giant thing I'd ever seen. And I'm like, wow, I'm a professional journalist. All right. Here we go. Here we go. And it really takes a lot of effort to be taken serious as a cannabis journalist because people just think you just want to get blazed all the time. And so that's why I take so much effort into turning out a top-notch product that is well-produced, that really honors and respects the voices in our industry. Because at the end of the day, for us to get to a point of legalization, we have to convince everybody else that has been negatively influenced in who we are as humans that we're not just a bunch of stoners, that cannabis for wellness is a lifestyle. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm taking cannabis journalism to a higher level. It's not just your show. It's the backstage. Everything that you do is at a higher level. And I think that's important for aspiring podcasters to understand that there's a lot more involved. I look at your website and I'm like, this is a well done, active website. Just as advice to aspiring podcasters, why is it important to have an active podcast website supporting your podcast? Well, I think part of the thing is with podcasting, it's always something that we're doing while we're doing something else. We're driving, we're cleaning the house, we're cooking dinner. And so you might hear something that really registers with you, really resonates. You want to do more homework. But if you don't have somewhere to go afterwards where someone has highlighted these things, given you some easy links, shared this stuff with you, then you know, it might go in one ear and out the other. So I just want to give people a little bit more resources and easier touch points so that they can turn around and be cannabis Sherpas in their communities. I'm not inventing the information, but I want to make it easy for you to get and to, as I say at the end of my show, puff, puff, pass it on. That's great. And that's the best way to leave this. I want to make sure that everyone (laughs) understands it. You can listen to a new episode of Casually Bake, the podcast, on every major podcast uh, site, including PodConnects, where you can also apply to be a guest. 
Joanne, it is such an honor for me to have you on this show and also to be one of your peers in the cannabis podcasting world. Thanks again for doing this. Absolutely. And thank you for making it easy for people to find cannabis podcasters. And I have to say, I was the first podcaster. I looked (laughs) everywhere. I couldn't find anyone else doing it. And I talked to my attorney about trademarking it. And they're like, you don't have enough money to defend that one. So I just let it go. So we're all podcasters now. (laughs) Well, thanks for being the trailblazer. That's great. I love it. And I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Dan. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.